When setting your health goals for the spring season, it's important to be realistic. Setting unattainable goals can lead to frustration and burnout, which can make it even harder to stick to your goals in the long run. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful you tuned in today. At the time of this recording, spring is definitely in the air. Spring is a season of renewal, and what better time to reset your health goals and start fresh? Whether you fall enough track with your diet and exercise routine, or you're just looking to make some positive changes, there are plenty of ways to make the most of the spring season and get back on track. In today's episode, we'll explore some tips and tricks to help you hit your health goals this spring and beyond. All right, so let's get started with tip number one, and that is to start with a clean slate. That's right. Forget about the past and what you tried but didn't work out. One of the best ways to kickstart your spring reset is to start with a clean slate. This means getting rid of any unhealthy foods or snacks that may be tempting you, as well as any other unhealthy habits you may have fallen into. Do a pantry check and check out your pantry, your fridge, and your freezer of any foods that you know are not bringing you closer to your health goals and replace any unhealthy foods with healthier options. Consider donating any unopened, non-perishable foods to a local food bank. Okay, so tip number two is to set realistic goals. When setting your health goals for the spring season, it's important to be realistic. Setting unattainable goals can lead to frustration and burnout, which can make it even harder to stick to your goals in the long run then that leads you to giving up because you were too ambitious with your goals. So instead, start small and set achievable goals that you can work towards over time. For example, instead of trying to lose 10 pounds in a week, aim to lose one to two pounds per week because actually that is a lot more sustainable. If you're trying to lose 10 pounds in one week, I don't even know what to tell you right now. Please don't try to do that. Or aim to be consistent with one thing, like drinking more water for one week um, before you you layer on the next goal. So remember, small wins are what give you momentum. So I had a client and my client, she loved to drink on the weekends. She didn't really drink so much during the week, but she really looked forward to drinking on the weekends. And she knew that she needed to cut back. So I said to her, I said, okay, well, what if we just start started by cutting back maybe Friday nights? Okay, so maybe Friday nights, you're not drinking as much. Okay, so Friday nights, maybe you're not even drinking at all. Saturday night, yes, have the glass of wine. 
But Friday night, maybe you replace that wine with something else, okay? So just try to ease yourself into the habit instead of just completely cutting out drinking cold turkey, which, I mean, if you can do that, good on you. But maybe you're somebody who needs to start a little bit smaller and to take those baby steps first before completely going cold turkey. Okay, so the next tip is to get outside and to get moving. So I live in Toronto, Canada, and this week has been unusually warm. So I've been taking my exercise outside, which has been wonderful. Not only do I get some joyful movement in, that's what I like to call it, I also get some vitamin D from the sun, and I also learn at the same time because I like to listen to a podcast during my walks. Spring is the perfect time to get outside and get moving. Whether you prefer walking, jogging, biking, hiking, there are plenty of outdoor activities to enjoy during the spring season. And not only does exercise help you to lose weight and stay healthy, it can also boost your mood and reduce your stress levels, which I feel like is even more important. All right, so next tip is to focus on nutrition. Of course, we have to talk about this part, right? Another key component of hitting your health goals this spring is focusing on nutrition. Eating a healthy, balanced diet can help you to lose weight, maintain your weight, increase your energy levels, and improve overall health and well-being. Aim to eat a variety of fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, and lean protein sources, and also limit your intake of processed and high sugar foods. Now, if you feel like you're addicted to sugar and junk food, I want you to understand that it is not your fault. During my upcoming challenge, I'm going to be pulling back the curtain on certain foods that immediately tell your brain to crave more and have more, even if you're full. And spring is the perfect time to reset those healthy habits during my challenge while also getting the accountability and support that you need. So tap on the link in the show notes right now and join the waitlist for the challenge. Okay, so next tip is to stay hydrated. Drinking plenty of water is another important aspect of a healthy lifestyle. Not only does water help you to stay hydrated and flush out toxins, it can also help you feel fuller and also help you to avoid overeating because sometimes we think we're hungry when we're actually just really thirsty. Okay. So make sure to always have like a water bottle with you at all times or a glass on your desk where you can actually keep drinking water throughout the day. Um, and as I record this right now, I'm looking at like my pink cup on my desk. It's like a pink sparkly cup that I have. And I love this cup. I think it's just so fun to look at. It's so fun to drink out of, and it actually makes me drink more water. So, you know, do what you have to do to drink more water. Also, if you're not topping up your body with water throughout the day, then this can also have a dramatic effect on your brain function and your overall health. So about three quarters of your brain is made up of water. And when you're dehydrated, your brain actually shrinks in volume. Even mild or temporary dehydration can alter your brain function and may impact your mood. Water gives your brain the electrical energy for all of your brain functions, including thought and memory processing. And studies have shown that brain cells require twice the amount of energy than other cells in the body, and that water provides this energy more effectively than any other substance. Water is also essential for delivering nutrients to the brain, which also impacts your concentration levels and how alert you are. When your brain is functioning on an adequate amount of water, you'll experience greater clarity, improved focus, and just be able to think faster. 
Aim to drink at least eight to 10 glasses of water per day and also consider adding in lemon or other fruit for extra flavor. So sometimes I might just, you know, crush up some strawberries and just throw that in my water or I might squeeze in some lemon juice in there. Um, what I really love doing, uh, it's probably my favorite thing to do is I add cucumbers into my water. Um, sometimes I might add like just a couple of mint leaves in there as well. Like you'll feel like you're at the spa while you're sitting at your desk <laughs> sipping on water. So maybe try that. Actually, I do have um, an article on my website that just reminded me. I do have an article on my website where I talked about how to make infused water and I have like a few different infused water recipes. So I'll make sure to put a link to that to those recipes and to that blog post in the show notes for you guys. So you guys can check that out and drink more water. All right. So next tip is to get enough rest. Ooh, this is such an important one and one that I've been prioritizing lately. Getting enough rest is crucial for overall health and well-being. Not only does sleep help you to feel rested and energized, it can also improve cognitive function, mood, and your decision-making capabilities. Think about how cranky and irritable you are when you lack sleep. Or wait, maybe that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> well, you want to aim to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep per night and consider establishing a regular bedtime routine to help you to fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. And I think I've talked about this here on the podcast before. I definitely have like a wind down routine that just sends a signal to my brain that, hey, the day is winding down. We're getting ready for bed. You know, it starts to increase that melatonin production in the brain. And that's the hormone that helps you to get to sleep. Um, so I definitely recommend like if you're just somebody who goes, who's on your laptop and goes to sleep, watches TV, then goes to sleep, um, you know, on your phone, and then you just go to sleep, try to have something in there that tells your brain it's time to wind down. Like whether it's turning the lights down low, sipping on a cup of tea while, you know, you read a, a, an amazing fiction book, like whatever that is for you, I do want to suggest if you're someone that has a hard time falling asleep, um, or if you're on those devices right before bedtime, please stop doing that and try to establish some wind down routine. I'm telling you, it definitely will improve the quality of your sleep. All right. So next step, and this is the last one is to practice self care. Practicing self care is an important part of any health routine. This is also what will allow you to practice all of the other tips I've mentioned in this episode. This means taking time for yourself to relax, recharge, and do the things that make you happy, whether it's taking a long bath, reading a book, or simply spending time with loved ones, make sure to prioritize self-care in your daily routine. Now, I'm going to be honest, this is not always easy to squeeze in time for self-care, especially for the busy mamas out there. Okay. So we have to, as women establish boundaries, this is so important. And I'm saying this to you because I am somebody who didn't always have boundaries in my life. And I allowed people to walk over me. I allowed other people's agenda to become my own. And then I would get upset. I would get irritable. I would get frustrated. I would get resentful. And only when I started putting boundaries in place and actually prioritize my self-care, I feel so much better mentally, physically, emotionally. It allows me to be a better wife. It allows me to be a better friend. It allows me to be a better wellness expert, a better speaker, because we can't give from an empty cup. And I know you guys have heard this before, but we just can't, right? And the thing is, if we had a friend that was going through a really busy season or time in their life or never squeezed in time for themselves, we would probably tell them, you need to squeeze in some time for yourself. So 
give yourself the advice that you would give to a friend. And I know there's somebody listening to this right now that needs to hear this. You don't want to get to burnout and then just be like, oh my God, I'm burnt out. I can't do anything. If you feel yourself approaching burnout, if you are just chronically stressed all the time, girl, boy, who's ever listened to this, you need to squeeze in that self-care. You need to prioritize you. You only get one turn at this life, just one. All right. So make sure to always give back time to yourself. Now, in conclusion, hitting your health goals this spring, it may seem daunting. It's always daunting when we start something new or when we we have to start something again, but with the right mindset and approach, it can be easier than you think by starting with a clean slate, setting realistic goals, getting outside and getting moving, focusing on nutrition, staying hydrated, getting enough rest and practicing self-care, you can make positive changes that will last well beyond the spring season. So go ahead and embrace the season of renewal because your body and your mind will thank you for it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to trudyestone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.